The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand on Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback. Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a wonderful Wednesday edition of Talking Cowboys, presented by Tostitos, helping fans get in on the game, as we also got our favorite chip <laughs> and our favorite dip of Talking Cowboys. Are you more of a mild dip, or are you kind of like a... I used to be more of like a mild dip salsa now you're more of a medium. guy. I'm more of a medium into hot now. What about you? Same. I like a little spice in there. Mild. Mild. Go with that mild. Yeah. I upgraded to the medium as well. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of get yeah. you kind of get that want for that spice, yeah. and Tostitos brings the heat. They bring the heat. I can't do Tostitos hot. They got some hot. They do. They get they get a little spicy. I need to try it me. in a good way. It is a good way, but <laughs> I can't. Like Nelly? Do it. No yes. way. <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> Spice in a good uh, way. How's it going, everybody? Everybody good? Swell-tastic. Man, I'm, you know, I'm a little upset. Why know. is that? Because I, I mm. have been celebrating all night and this morning because... Did you get a big ESPN check? Uh, that came in, too. Oh, good. Uh, oh. But, but... I just celebrate. <laughs> I mean, I felt like I thought the I thought the NFC East was ours. I thought last thought night all we done, needed right? was the Boo Eagles to win you're, the game. You're misled. Did you toast yourself last night? I did. Oh, I did. I did. And so I come in and I wow. had several people let me know that that was not a lock mm. last night, and that yeah. there's still some math that needs to happen. And yep. obviously, Pete, we thought we were going to get you to explain all of this. I don't do tiebreakers. Uh, not my. It's not my thing. So Tell me what it was. Pre- it was premature, is what you're saying. And as my wife says, anything that starts with premature can't be good. Mm, so true. So true. So, anyways, <laughs> let's outline why. Kyle's just skipping right. Yeah, I'm going this. right over it. Uh, let's outline why the playoff scenario is what it is because the Cowboys have not Here clinched the NFC East yet. They have no. not clinched it yet. <clears throat> They can clinch it, however, this week with either a Dallas win, a Philadelphia loss, or a combined 1.5 wins from – so basically two wins from a number of different teams. too much math. Just so there's a lot of math in there. That's crazy. Just, just the reason out. why they did not clinch yesterday – there was a chance in Week 15 that the they time. could have clinched. But the reason why is because you needed a slew of games to go your way prior to your game even – I'm talking Saturday, early Sunday, to go your way, and it didn't. So it kind of made it to where even if Philadelphia beat Washington last night, if they go into the final week and Philadelphia were to win out, Dallas were to lose out, Philadelphia would indeed win the division. Hear yourself say that again. That's, I mean, that's exactly what it is. I don't think that's going to happen. It's that's like a 99.5% chance weird. that the Cowboys win the division yeah. right now. The magic number is like .3725. Like it's, you know, win a game. Win a game and or somebody else loses for you and you're good. You're yeah. golden. You don't even, honestly, you don't even have to win or lose out and Philly win out. But if everything else goes to plan... 
and somebody else loses along the way, then you still win the division. Damn. It's really weird. And I don't, honestly, I can't go through it all. It's a lot in the head. So there's nothing that outlines it specifically. Here's one scenario I do know with an assist from Chris yesterday, because fans are asking if, we're jumping ahead here, if the Cowboys, Packers, and Bucks all have the same record at the end. Which who, means who gets the one seed? Tampa Bay would win out. Yeah. Dallas would win out. And Green Bay would lose one more is the most likely scenario. Though. Yes. It's conference record, correct, Chris? Because they don't all play each other, so there's no head-to-head involved. So Cowboys at the moment, 8-1 and in the conference. 8-2 and is Green Bay. 6-4 and is Tampa. But why wouldn't Tampa be ahead of us being that they won the head-to-head matchups? Uh, head-to-head does not come into play when it's a three-team Got you. parlay. Yes. Understood. Yeah. So if all three teams are tied, the Cowboys have the advantage. And seeing that they would have to win out for that to be the case, most yeah. likely they would have an 11-1 record in the NFC. So they would be the top seed. So that's the... Best case yep. scenario to There's, get to the one seed. They're yep. kind of sitting pretty if they just okay. keep winning. I just Sorry. want to make sure that I was I wasn't the only one that wasn't worried about the NFC East. I was more so worried about the conference. No. Okay. No, there's a lot of people asking about both. Okay. So yeah. everybody's jumping way ahead. Well, yeah. I mean, NFC East just just win the rest of your games. Exactly. Just just take care of business, yeah. right? Yeah. Get it done. Yeah. The thing about the conference <laughs> records is if if Dallas wins out, the lowest they could be is the three seed. And the only reason they could be the three seed is if them and Tampa Bay end the season with the same record because head-to-head then comes into play if it's just them two. Green Bay would be the one, then you would have Tampa Bay as the two, and you would be the three. As so if stands, you went out, you're at least the three seed. I wonder if Beamer can see this. As it stands right now, Beamer, if you have an opportunity to check this out, if we were the three seed, who would we play? And if we were the two seed, who would we play? Right now it's the Saints. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the seven seed. If it ended Saints. all t- today, it would be the Saints. Yeah. Not that's, the that's 2v7. Right, right. right. Th- six is San Francisco right now? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to play. There's it's almost, playing really well right now. Yes, you don't yeah. want to play. No. Unless Tampa Bay were to lose a just another shocker game, much like they did last week, so it's definitely possible. It could definitely happen. It could absolutely happen. And the madness might just be be underway because of what we saw last week, the Lions beating yeah. the Cardinals, so on and so well, forth. If you want Tampa to lose, just have them play the Saints. Yeah, they're not <laughs> playing the Saints again. They got Carol- <laughs> They have Carolina twice, and then they have the Jets. Yeah, the Saints have so their number. It's like a kryptonite thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if unless that happens unless Tampa Bay loses one of those three games against Carolina twice or the Jets once, which is a long shot, then there's really no way that the Cowboys are the two seed. They're either the one seed or the three seed. Sweet. I tell you who's in, in, in terrible sh- well, shape actually, right, right now. Right now you're playing Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota? Yes. Minnesota men. It's not the Saints. No, it's Minnesota right now. Okay. Minnesota. Because of their win? Uh, yeah, there's seven and seven. I'm looking at the sheet to my right, and it says the seven seed right now is Minnesota. Interesting. Okay. What's the sheet on your left? So, <laughs> well, it's a wall to my left. Sorry. <laughs> the Cardinals right now are in an ugly spot. Ugly. Are they going to win their division? They may not even make the playoffs. Oh come on! Mm, I don't know. That might be tough. What are you talking about? They just lost to Detroit. They have Indy. They have Dallas and Seattle uh, to finish out the season. Yeah, they'll steamroll Seattle. Okay. <laughs> Okay. I, mean, I can't dispute that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but division they may lose, games. They may so lose right two now, of their last right three. Right now, Arizona would play the Rams if it ended today, and San Francisco mm. would end up playing Tampa Bay. Mm. 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 How about that? <clears throat> well, bottom line, heck, I'm sorry. It's all good. It's you okay, know, do you have another? Do you have another, another bottle? 
by chance? No. Yeah, that's the exciting part is you got to celebrate. Now you get no. to turn around and celebrate again. Bottle. You have an excuse to get another bottle. There yeah. it is. You can go I'm, celebrate I'm again. celebrate it again, too. I'm sure you and then you're going to celebrate the one seed whenever that comes up as well. It's coming. There you go. All right, Rob, let's get into some news and notes. We hit, the, we hit it backwards this morning. We went we went from playoff scenarios first into news and notes. But what's going on around this Cowboys team? Cowboys are back to practice today. I believe, insert Isaiah head shake here, I believe it's going to be a very light practice once again yeah, on a Wednesday. Uh, not sure if it's straight-up walkthrough style like it was last week, but it's going to be pretty light. I imagine it will be more heavy on the film study because their opponent just played last night. And they've got a. It helps that you played them two weeks ago, but you got to cram in that that part of it, the film study as well. Uh, so, and, <clears throat> go ahead. No, I was just going to just one kind of recap. So we're virtual meetings this week. Yes. Going to watch primarily all film today, most likely, uh, and then walk through. And it's Wednesday. Um. Yeah, it's, that's what Mike said. It would probably be light lighter today. And then you have a normal practice Thursday. They've got two padded practices left this season, so he's been saving them. Like they practiced in shells last Thursday. You're, you're ten years too early, bro. Yeah, that's all it is to it. Exactly yeah, that is. No more two a days. Just ten years too early. <laughs> Good for Sorry. them. Two a days are gone. More money, less wear and tear. It's not a bad combo. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. So they're back to work. They're meeting virtually. They had another positive. Uh, or at least a, a COVID reserve list situation with Adam Dirty, their defensive line coach. So cross your fingers for no more cases the rest of the week. Yeah. Man, there's going to be a severe lack of That is not British the position you need that in. Eloquence on the sideline this week. No more British eloquence, at least this week, from Adam Dirty. One of, the best, one of my favorite position coaches, I think. And everybody's favorite because he's become a star thanks to the sounds of the sideline that you can find With online. the subtitles with the Alex? The subtitles that are nice and cursive because of his British accent. Alex Lilly. Also, uh, the Pro Bowl. Rosters are unveiled tonight in prime time. They make you wait all the way till 7 Central, I believe. Hmm. Yes. So we can talk about that tomorrow. Yeah, we can make our predictions today if you want. Yeah, how many guys do you guys believe we're going to have on the Pro Bowl? Well, let's go through. Not the reserves. I'm not talking about reserves. I'm talking about just straight up dudes. First in, team Pro Bowl. Okay. <clears throat> okay, you're saying starting in the Pro Bowl. Yes. Okay. Well, let's start at quarterback, right? No. That's going to be a no. Let's start at. Let's go to running back. No. That's a no as well. Wide receivers. I think, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you thinking? I think Zeke gets in. Okay. I think he's got a great shot to get in. Look Isaiah. at look at the rushing stats. He's tied with Antonio Gibson for I think for second in the NFC. Mm. Am I wrong about that? No. I'm gonna look it up, but no, you're not. Yeah, who's, who's I'm blanking on who's first, but uh, he's 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 right, he's right there. Yeah. Right. Who votes Who votes on this again? It's fans <clears throat> and yeah, players. So there's a good shot that he gets voted in. He's two-time rushing champ. Why are you so adamant I'm just, against I, I'm him? Not I'm not against it. him. I, know. I just don't believe. He's tied. That, that Dalvin, get it. Dalvin I, Cook. I know what the stats Dalvin, say. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. The run game has not been the run game. Yeah. He's been very banged up. up. Yeah. But he's Zeke, and he ran it really well early in the season. Yep. And he's been pushing through it. Yeah. Ties 862. Dalvin Cook's in first. So Cook is the only one that's hit 1,000 yards in the NFC. And then you got the AFC where there's three guys. Jonathan Taylor, Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb. Derrick Henry has 937. And that dude hasn't played in like four weeks. So, and Which is crazy. You're right. We talked about this off air. Like the rushing stats, is they're down across the league. No 2,000 yards this year. Uh-uh. No. 
and, and are we going to receiver next? Uh, yeah, let's go to receivers. Um, maybe. Maybe Don't CD. CD's up there in catches. Yeah. But I, they, they, the depth on this roster kind of cancels each other out it in does. terms of uh, stats because they spread it around. What about tight end? So we have one pro bowler on offense is what we're seeing right now. No. No, no. We haven't gotten to the offensive line yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm that's You're saying Zach Martin's yes. the law because you don't think tight end either, right? No. What about Dalton Schultz? Mm-hmm. Who has been, other than maybe a George Kittle in the NFC, mm-hmm. who else? Mm-hmm. Goddard hasn't been that great. Mm-mm. Dalton Schultz has been right up there with Goddard in terms of production. The praise is hard to get over there on the other side of the table, y'all. I'll tell you, Did you, you wake up be... on the wrong side of the bed? No, no, you better, I'm not you better say, hope, you better hope so, that man don't have the vote you to remember, get you in. But people are voting. I don't know. Like I guess whatever. Whoever is voting. They're going to think about what's happening lately, right? What have you done for me lately? You guys heard that song? Dun, Janet dun, Jackson. Dun, 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 what have you done for ooh. me lately? Pre-jet, pre-surgery Janet. Okay, so well, that's why Jonathan Taylor is the leading vote getter right yeah, now. Right, because so I mean, he's been tearing it up. Schultzenegger, lately. had we stopped in the first six games, yeah, Schultzenegger would have been in there. Zeke would have been in there. But as of late, that's had a substantial drop off. I know you're not production. a stat guy. I'm not a stat guy. That's not your thing. However, but Isaiah, you think Derrick Henry gets in there? Uh, based off of where he left off no, no, and no. where those numbers sit right now, yeah, I think he gets it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, bruh, he's still up there in the stats. I, oh, I know, crazy. I know. And he had not played in how many weeks? But that's, what, that's what I'm talking about, though. Like, it's a question mark because he hasn't been around lately. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. That's Here's all I'm saying. No, that's a great question because that goes back to like Tyron Smith. Like, I think if Tyron doesn't miss games, yes. he's definitely in. Yeah. I think maybe because he's missed time, we'll exactly. see. Tyron's that's in all I'm saying. That's not against the players. Yeah. This is, this is yeah. what lately, lately they haven't been as productive. Lately they haven't been that as healthy. Lately they haven't been able been as productive. Chris, you were going to add something there. <clears throat> and lately they've been the noon game. Oh yeah, so, so less eyes. Well, I'm just saying is when you play on the national stage early in the season, people see you, and that's when they start voting. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Pitts has better numbers than Schultz, actually. Yeah, you're right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Zeke, Tyron, Zach, Oof. Micah Parsons, um, Trayvon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Am I missing anybody? No, you you guys aren't gonna like this, but it's gonna be Beatish. You know that, right? What? Why? He's a, he's a leading vote getter at center. Is he really? Yes. I love that. Really? <laughs> he has. <laughs> that's what I, that's something was going on with him the other day. He's been playing better. Yeah, he, he has, has been playing no, well. Has. But Chris, who's leading that whole campaign for Beatish? It started early. Like there's, I, I, I don't know. There was a fa- like there's a group Someone of fans. He's like in the top maybe one or two in vote getting. Yeah. Uh, amongst uh, fan votes, like so. Wisconsin alums just stuffing I, the I, ballot box. I'm telling you, somebody got Travis Fredericks out there going like you campaigning. <laughs> They're jumping around up in Wisconsin. I love it. Travis Fredericks is campaign manager. <laughs> just saying, just saying, he's doing he's doing a hell of a job. Eight page manifesto. Or the fans going, hey, don't they have a center that went to Wisconsin? Yeah, he's pretty good, right? Yeah. Yeah, there it yeah. is. Rainbow Lane. <laughs> yeah, Zach Martin is the highest vote getter right now out of guard. That is, that is crazy. That'll be awesome Dallas for him. Name. Trayvon Diggs is the highest DB, so Diggs will be in pretty locked. Micah Parsons is going to be a lock. And yeah, for sure. Uh, but can I just say, I mean, so we have, we have three locks. Three locks. Yeah, would, pretty Would much. you guys agree on that? Which What, what locks? Martin, Diggs. And Parsons. Parsons. Three yeah. locks. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. And there's a couple maybes, right? Yeah. Am, yeah. I, am I by myself in this one? No, no I'm with you. you. Okay. All right. But I hope none of them play in that game. Oh, no. Yeah, I agree. I hope none of them play either. I hope, I hope it's none a, of them are there. I hope it's a nice the handshake. After. Like, thank you very much for your service. Yeah, now go play in a Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this, that's not. Right. I don't know. That's, that's is the square, it, the, the Pro Bowl, man, they just, they've totally goofed that up. It's not Where, the way it, it used to be. It's at Toyota Stadium in Frisco. Stop. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I've lost track. It might be Miami. It's at the Ford it's, Center. It's I hate Vegas. Vegas. Okay, they started moving around. I remember my first year when we went 13 and 3. And we had 13 Pro Bowlers. Yep. I remember T.O. took our whole position group. He flew, that, was his, that was his Christmas gift to us. He flew our whole position group receivers out to the Pro Bowl, set us up, and we went out there and watched them play. Was it Hawaii? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. He hooked us up. Man, with friends like those? Yeah. Who are you telling? Whatever happened? Did he give you some per diem, too? So when you <laughs> no, when you get plucked to, to NFL <laughs> Network or do something with them, you're flying all of us out to watch you. Listen here, man. If I start getting checks like Beamer, I got y'all. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like who? Like, like <laughs> Beamer <laughs> in the back. I don't know about that. Oh, man. All right. Guy. Let's take our first break. When we come back, let's talk about this Washington <laughs> offense and the Dallas defense. Where are the matchups for these two heading into week 16 when we return here on Talking Cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Grisol for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek. And we're both with... United United Ag and Turf. Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done, get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Back to Talking Cowboys. It's a great people, great pay replay here on Talking Cowboys. You've heard it already that Jason Witten has joined the Caliber oh, Collision team. You can join him to do great work with great people for great yeah. pay yeah. and apply right now Sorry. at jobsatcaliber.com. That's jobsatcaliber.com. He went digital, everybody. No, no. He went digital. No. <laughs> everybody, give it up for Rappi. He do? went digital. What'd Wallet's you? been weighing me down. I actually put it in my bag, left it in my bag. <laughs> now you don't have nothing. <laughs> 
said, nope. Lord Lumbar. No, wait a minute. Lord, wait a minute. Lord no. Lumbar. That's, stuffed it in the bag. That's oh. crazy. Now, you've been sitting around here in agonizing pain this whole time, and all it took for, was for uh, us. Not until Monday. Monday was the breaking point. It's time to, yeah. Is, is that when your disc finally just hit? It snapped. I think it snapped. <laughs> My disc is bulging. Oh. Yeah, no rainbow land for me. No rainbow, no rainbow land whatsoever. <laughs> Fudging. <laughs> Whoa. Not a real place. <laughs> Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Stan, Backrock Phillips, Chris Beam. It's made of fudge and Kyle <laughs> Yeomans. Great movie. Great movie. I don't want to live there. <laughs> you can't make me. Oh, we're into our second segment. <laughs> let's let's uh let's preview the Washington football team Good offense. Children. We've already seen this Washington football team office. Did we? We saw them two weeks ago. I saw them a couple hours ago. Yeah, you saw them a couple hours ago. We saw them last night, too. We didn't get to talk about the reaction to that game, so let's talk about it. Uh, Went about as planned, as you would think, with the the issues that Washington's going through, Philadelphia being at home and kind of working off of that as well. But Washington jumped out to a 10-0 start, but it was Philadelphia coming away with a win, 27-17, the final score. And... Like Heckma said, he thought it was time for celebration, but not, I did. not just yet. We'll get there. No, I, you know what? If I can, oh, this is so hard to say, compliment the Blue Eagles on anything. Their running game. Yeah. I was like, God, man, it, whew, I want some of that. You know, <laughs> bring that defense so we can go Zeke, 18 carries, 131 yards. They had 238 yards rushing at by the end of the night. And – I'm like, where were these guys? <laughs> we just saw these guys. That's yeah, they put up 519 yards of total offense against that. And they're defense. at full steam on the defensive line. That's what I was. That's what I was surprised by. I was very surprised that these guys allowed the Eagles to run the ball on them like that because I know their 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 pass rush isn't as effective as you would believe it would be. They're 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 pretty. They're standing up a lot. They're not really rushing with a lot of technique. But they're run. They're rushing defense. Typically, is something that I, I know. I personally feel like they should be pretty confident with. And they just got just ran through like yeah. seaweed water yesterday. It was bad. Yeah, I'll be fu- I'm jumping ahead, but it'd be interesting to see if the Eagles continue this and it gets to Week 18. And maybe the Cowboys have their division sewn up, but the Eagles are really playing for something. Uh, yeah. Week 18 because they're they're that, that that was a big win for them. Huge I mean they're at seven and seven, which means they're tied for that final spot because of tiebreakers. Though they are out of the final spot in the NFC race, yep. so they ab- absolutely entering the final three weeks of the year have an opportunity at a wild card spot. Um, speaking of the the Washington football team offense, they didn't look much better than the defense did yesterday. 237 yards. They had just 63 on the ground. Gibson bottled up for 15 carries, 26 yards. And uh, he was bottled up the first time around against the Cowboys as well. But Garrett Gilbert, former Cowboy, G-Eazy, was out there starting for Washington football team in spot duty for Taylor Heineke and Kyle Allen, who were both on the COVID Don't reserve list. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you think I have so positive to say about about Gary the G wagon, the G wagon? No, man, I the G wagon. I did, I, and I and I said before I thought it was his. The backup position was his to lose, yeah. and he lost it. And um, you know, it's, it's amazing to see what he did in spot duty on the short notice. Uh, you could see, man, he could make some throws, but boy, by the end of the night, boy, he was a dusty old cowboy, wasn't he? You he, were, you were wrong about that competition, by the way. No. 
I'm just saying. It, it wasn't – nobody knew that was a competition until it was a competition in the dress rehearsal game, and all of a sudden Cooper Rush is playing more. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it was <laughs> It was Garrett Gilbert's job to lose at the backup spot, and then yeah. all of a sudden you come in and it was like, wait a second, where's where's Garrett? <laughs> yeah, Where did he go? Out of here. Oh, wait. But, I mean, yeah, give him some credit because he came in three days ago. and That's crazy. You know, kind of like he did last year in the Pittsburgh game. So after the evaluation of both of those quarterbacks, Heineke and Gilbert, who would you rather see starting on Sunday night? Mm. Who who are we? Yeah. yeah, Double G. You would rather Gilbert than Heineke? Yeah, you know him. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. Got enough tape on him. I got you. Yeah. You went up against Jalen Smith last week. You want to do that again at the quarterback position, too? Why not? Keep, keep the party going. <laughs> <laughs> I know Ford has the Mach E. We want to see the Mach G. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That was a very interesting plug. Yo, so, so yeah. <laughs> we're gonna go back with that. I, I don't, you know. My thing is, I think that this defense is should be in hunt mode. Yeah. Whoever they bring yeah. out there, I think for for our front seven, um, watching that Washington game, I, I was just so I'm like, man, this is going to be absolutely horrible for them on Sunday because they came out lifeless. They had nothing, and although the the Eagles had just come off of a bye, they're fully rested, and obviously Washington. <laughs> was in a dogfight uh, last week with us, and it showed. And it's they're going to be – I don't know how they're going to get prepared for a Sunday night battle versus Sucks. us. I just think their offensive line is so compromised. And, man, Fletcher Cox was all over them last night. Yeah. We talked about it before the show. Like a guy that can still make plays at a high level after so many years is Fletcher Cox. But I just can't wait uh, to run into these guys on Sunday. I'm with Heck. It doesn't, it, it doesn't matter who their quarterback is Sunday. <laughs> if, if they can't block – and you, it doesn't matter if if they can't block any better than they did yeah. the first time around. And and you mentioned I think they said on the broadcast last night Washington's on their fourth center of the season. Crazy Ishmael started. That's crazy. They didn't have Scherf. They didn't have um, Larson in the game, and it showed. It showed. And and so the pressure they got, the Cowboys did in the first meeting. Not to mention the fact that I think Gibson only had sixty yards, something like that, in the first meeting. They averaged three yards a carry last night. If they can't win the line of scrimmage, then it's going to be a repeat of of last time around. Tell you how bad Gibson's night was. He had 15 carries for 26 yards. Mm. Got hit in the backfield a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Our defensive line is salivating right now. Looking at this film, seeing a tired Washington team that played on Tuesday. Osa and Tristan are are well-rested. They're going to be coming in hot. This is going to be a problem for Washington. It sucks that they had to play last night and they had to turn around it and play against Sunday. It does, it does. not. <laughs> I feel bad. I do. I'm not going to feel bad that they that when they lose on Sunday, but I'm, I feel bad that physically you're, they're not going to be recovered. I I, I agree. Not. I, I said it last yesterday. I mean, you move the game, but then they have to play the night game and then turn around. And now they did have a. It, it wasn't even a home game. They've got to fly home and then try to get back to work on a Wednesday. That's yeah. not ideal. And they may have. They'll probably either have Heineke or Kyle Allen back. Think so? Yeah, I mean, they I'm, almost had him back last I, night. I would think one would clear protocol by yeah. then, but we'll see. I think. I think at that point, it, it's pretty. Or at this point, it's pretty easy. They may even get back for a week of practice <laughs> exactly. to, to test out of. So I think they'll be all right in terms of the quarterback position. But Brandon Scherf, you mentioned him. He was placed on the COVID nineteen reserve list, but he was placed on it yesterday. So that might get kind of tight on whether or not he's available. There's a couple guys in that rotation on that offensive line that may or may not be available. So the Cowboys defensive line certainly licking their chops at the moment. But that brings me to my next question. Hmm. This 
throughout the season, we've we've provided a lot of spotlight on that defensive line, and it has been earned by Micah Parsons, by Randy Gregory, now Demarcus Lawrence into the mix. Those guys have earned the spotlight. But outside of Trayvon Diggs, are we underrating the rest of the Cowboys secondary for what they've been able to do? Because you're seeing the numbers of interceptions climb for Jordan Lewis, for Anthony Brown. Malik Hooker's been getting in on the action. We've also mentioned Jaron Curse. So maybe outside of Curse and Diggs, is this secondary underrated? I don't think they're underrated. I believe that they are. I think Curse has gotten all the credit that he's due. I think mm-hmm. we were we were we've been shouting at the mountaintops about Curse ever since camp. Really, really, he's yeah. been doing well since yeah. then. So I think he's got his due diligence in terms of a Brown and J. Lou. They might be undervalued. Maybe it might probably, probably be the best way to. to and say I'm not it. necessarily talking about our show specifically. I'm talking as no, no, Cowboys Nation. Yeah, yeah, as no, a whole. for sure. No, okay. I'm talking about yeah. Those two are probably undervalued because most teams have a two or three headed monster, and Diggs takes out typically takes out the number one monster. Okay, but now you got those other two guys that have to pick up the slack in that regard. So they are undervalued in that regard uh, because they do make plays. Browns made a, made some plays. Jay Lou stepped up last game. I just think that. They haven't probably been as consistent as you would have liked them to be. Mm-hmm. Um, when you start thinking about how much, I guess every time you put a value on how much money they're making, you there's an expectation that comes along with it. Sure. And I think when you put that dollar next to their next to the value that they've actually presented on this team, I don't think it necessarily always adds up. But they are being productive. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It was I was talking to Hellman yesterday, and there was a national broadcast that was. Singing the praises of the Cowboys secondary, not just Trayvon Diggs, but Anthony Brown. Anthony Brown's balling out. And when you hear that nationally, it's kind of a surprise because mm-hmm. I feel like, like you mentioned, Cowboys Nation locally, everybody beats up on Anthony Brown. But And, and look, he's been targeted a lot. Lately, be pretty much ever since the Thanksgiving game, when everybody, we, you know, when since, Atlanta, we since we, uh, since yeah, we, yeah, they yeah. started out, they yeah. jumped out the cake yeah. early yeah, on that one. I think, I think that one was a little bit warranted in terms of him getting <laughs> getting <laughs> no, talked about no, in a negative way. No, for sure. But I think I'm just saying overall this season, I think he has played well. I think he's made a lot of plays. <clears throat> um, I think, I think J. Ron Kirsch should be serious consideration for the Pro Bowl this I year. Do too. I don't think he's going to get in, yeah. but I think he's had such an impact. The guy does not come off the field for the defense, a defense that has had by far the biggest turnaround this season. Um, and Malik Hooker, I asked Mike McCarthy about him yesterday or Monday. He said that's the best game he's played yep. for us. Six tackles. He was the highest rated defensive player by PFF in the game wow. last week. And first pick since the Achilles injury that he had a couple of years ago. And just looking, I mean, he's rounding into shape, and you see it now uh, with the way that he's closing on tackles uh, and the interception. But you're you're right. You you say speak about uh, Jordan Lewis and Anthony Brown. For me, Jordan Lewis, his physicality has been unsung. Mm. You know, for such a little guy, boy, he brings it in the running game, and he's so aggressive. And I think he's a tone setter on our defense. Um, and, and And not a lot has been made about that. But you know, when you talk by Anthony Brown and him being targeted. He understands it every game because of what Trayvon Diggs is doing is so damn special that quarterbacks that have at least a marble rolling in their brains are not going over (laughs) to number seven side at all. And so most of the time, 30 is getting all of the targets his way. Man, we had a guy here a long time ago by the name of Larry Brown that ends up being an MVP in the Super Bowl because, hey, it was a Deion Sanders on the other side. Hey, and this is what it leads to because no one wants to go over to your side. So I'm not – maybe I'm speaking that into existence for you, Anthony. But I'm just saying, you know, this defense all in all and the Micah Parsons effect, when you go back to the New York Giants tape, 
New, the Giants have basically said, we're not going to let 11 beat us. We're going to slide protect to wherever number 11 is. But they just left some other things to be desired from some other guys that we have. And my goodness, I don't know what how Tank finishes this season, but right now, Tank Lawrence is like, if you're going to have a one-on-one matchup with him for him, he is going to eat for the rest of this season. Man, that's scary. The fact that he joined this defense, D-Law did, and immediately there were four takeaways in three straight games. And he has to do with a lot of that. He has to do with the pressure. I mean, the pick to Jordan Lewis was his doing. It's the way that he hit Mike Glennon, punched him in his mouth. Turn around in the, the way that he punched the ball out against actual Saquon. Saquon Barkley, who hadn't fumbled at any point throughout this season. So, I mean, D-Law comes in and he's played that X factor, but who is the most valuable player on that defensive side? Because we've mentioned the Diggs and the Parsons being in that player of the year conversation, but now that they're all together and they're all playing, who is the one that makes the whole thing go? That's, I mean, that's that's really hard. <laughs> I mean, obviously you're going to pick out Michael Parsons. Um I'm just let me just say this. Number 96, Neville Gallimore. If y'all want to watch a treat, watch Neville Gallimore. He is carrying offensive linemen like groceries right now. He is. We talk about Brent Urban and his impact of gobbling up blocks at the beginning of the season and him going on IR was one of those things you're like, man, dude, that's it's kind of hard to see because of what his impact was in the running game. Neville Gallimore stepped in nicely and it looks like the way that he's playing, he must have been locked up in a room just salivating at the opportunity to get back on the field because every snap that he's taking, he is playing. I mean, he is exploding off the ball. At the point of attack, there are not a lot of offensive linemen that want to deal with him, but the rotation is murderous. And every guy that comes in, there's no breaks uh, at all. So it's hard to say right now because they're playing so well as a group. I'm saying Gallimore. I think he's the the one that makes it go. To make that's, that's a loaded question. It is, but I think that this defense needs Gallimore. I think they need him. I think there's a lot of other positions on this team that are interchangeable, mm-hmm. but I think that one position at the at the nose guard or whatever D tackle position, whatever you want to call it, uh, for him, it, we need him. And simply because of because of everything that Heckman just 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 spoke on, he d- disables offenses from just saying we're going to come downhill. Mm-hmm. And they, he forces guys, not only does he have that presence in the running game, but also in the passing game, he's able to push the pocket. He's able to force that pocket back. So he he takes away that pocket. He turns that U-shaped pocket into an M. <laughs> you know, he turns it into an M, and these guys have to try to step find up, uh, yeah, step, step up and find side. out their little canals. Yeah. And, we're, and if you can't go up the middle, if you're getting pressure from up the middle, where do you have to go? I go to the edges. Well, now when you go to the edges, I got freaking Gregory and I got freaking D-Law. Right. Oh, and by the way, when we want to blitz, we can isolate your guard and put, bring Parsons as well. So, and then you got Osa and all these other guys that contribute. But in terms of necessity, it has to be Gallimore. That's yeah, because quarterbacks hate middle pressure. Yeah. They hate it more, probably more than edge pressure. Absolutely. Um, I I'll go Micah just because I think where would they be without him this year? Um, Randy's missed four games. Tanks missed ten. Gallimore's missed all but two. He's he's held this thing together in the front seven, not at, at multiple positions. Um, but I wouldn't leave I wouldn't lose sight of Randy Gregory and what he's the impact yeah. he has had when he's been in the game. He has become their to me their best pure pass rusher, um, just just gifted rushing off the edge, and he's a pretty good run defender too. Man, he is so quick off the snap. 
the way that he explodes off the side and just gets in the face of a left tackle or a right tackle. Bing bong. So, yeah, there you go. There it is. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo. All right, let's take our second break. When we come back, what changes for the Washington football team offensively as opposed to what we saw just two weeks ago in week 14? We continue previewing Washington offense versus Cowboys defense when we come back on Talking Cowboys. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping! At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting Cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. Back to Talkin' Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with us, Lore Lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, two more Essilor on Talking Cowboys. Final segment, as always, presented by Tostitos, helping fans get in on the game. I like the mic, the little back and forth. Did you see that right there? It's very subtle into the ears of a listener, too. If it falls off, off it's like on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for it to just completely hit the ground. Not going to happen. It falls off. Don't you, you I have touch. Now, no. Pansy over here is... Wait a minute. I had nothing to do <laughs> with that. Wait a minute. What just happened? <laughs> it was strong hands. Come watch my strong hands. Ooh, it's heavy. <laughs> Got... We went we went one show without having a reference to that scene. And we go right back to it. I say by the way, if you've joined us throughout any point of this year of talking cowboys, you have learned by now that Isaiah just thinks in movie quotes. That's it. They're just phrases. He lives in, his in head. movie quotes. It's a big filing cabinet in his head. And he just pulls out a movie quote, and that's his sentence that he throws out there. That, and then there's like a small one for football. That's how I operate, man. It works. <laughs> it works. It's wild. Are we awesome. going to talk about the Cowboys trend setting, by the way? What are you talking about? About the benches. What'd you call me? 
<laughs> you're, you're talking about Washington and Philadelphia both bringing their benches. Well, they, well Dallas didn't bring their own bench, right? They, they, they did they, not. They did not. We they rented, rented them, one, ran, and, the, yes. and the, the company that they rented it from said, well, shoot, we have an opportunity. Let's do it up. They wanted to. Yeah, they want to impress Jerry. Yeah, so, yeah, great. yeah, all the bells and whistles. And now everybody's talking about everybody it. Everybody wants their own. <laughs> they, and now they, Washington has their own. Yeah. BYOB. Bring your own bench. There it is. That's that's pretty funny. And, and pretty soon, and, and Chris, I, I agree with you. It is a trend setting because now Washington's done it. Now Philly's done it. Mm, now, there are other teams that have done question. it. It's going to be across the league in like one year. Is and Washington bringing their own benches here? Yes. Yep. Guarantee it. But it's going to be eight. It's going to be 80, 72. It's, no, it's going to be 81 degrees. But Hi. no, that, that doesn't make any sense. Why would you bring your own benches oh, in I mean, 81 degrees? They heated indoors, indoors, Well, it might, hell, they might have the game they outside. Open the doors open. They might open, they open, might open it everything. all up. Yeah, beautiful yeah. day. Why not? It's going to be Good 85 on plaza. Christmas here. Wow. I'm thinking about going to my cousin's house for a pool party. For Christmas. For Christmas? <laughs> for Christmas. We talked about it on the way here. Crazy. We're going to have a That's pool party good. on Christmas. You crazy. Are we invited? <laughs> Beamer. <weird. I'm laughs> Are you just. <laughs> Chris is, Chris is going to go to the lake, going to go open up the smoker. So funny. You have to do that, right? Like, if you have an opportunity, you have to have a pool party on Christmas. How many times do you have an opportunity to do that? Mm, California? It, I mean, that's about it. Maybe. Florida? Yeah. Arizona? Yeah, Arizona. Yeah, Chris has a pool. No one's ever seen it. Mm. You ever had yeah. an invite? Did you hear the hurt there? Yeah. He, of course, he hasn't had an invite. Did you hear the way he said that? Ah. Mm. Oh ah. It's a nice pool too. Must be nice. Oh, you've seen it. What? I saw it whenever oh. he was building it. So did you? Oh. Heck, yeah. You so saw you it built too? the pool at your house. You didn't buy the house with the pool. Wow. Yeah. I saw. I saw the concrete being <laughs> laid nice. down. I was there for the foundation, Heckma. I wasn't and I still there. also have. I saw one. pictures. I Beamer showed me. Do you have a pool at your house? I do not. Do you have a pool at your house? No. Me neither. So Beamer's the only one, huh? Hmm. Yeah. Kyle has one at his house. Yeah, I'm Kyle. at an apartment. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle has an apartment <laughs> just one. He shares it with a thousand people. There's usually kids at that apartment at that pool, so test the water. It doesn't work out. Here comes Kyle with his Brazilian shorts. <laughs> yeah, he has a pair. Darn it's right. Yes. Why not? Uh, all right. What's going to change for this Washington offense? Nothing. Rob, going. Or, oh, we'll start with Isaiah then. Nothing. Nothing changes. Nothing. They just it's just a it's just all around bad situation for them. Yeah, the quarterback was out. He didn't have any reps last week. You know, obviously he'll get back on a, on a, on the roll. Hopefully, you know, hopefully he gets back in practice and gets off of the COVID list. Then they have the offensive line. They have the issues there. Um, they're coming off a game literally last night. So these guys are going to have what seventy two plus just out hours to get back healthy somehow some way. Mm-hmm. It's and in our defense is playing the best ball of their careers. Mm-hmm. It's just a bad scenario for them. Defensively, they just got walked through like hot dog water um, last night, which hopefully we can continue to build upon our running game. Um, that should give our offensive line the confidence that they need to go out there and just thrash these guys, regardless of the big names that they have on that defensive front. Yeah. It's a huge opportunity for us momentum-wise, and their, and their entire organization is going the entire wrong way. So Isaiah just previewed the entire game, so we're done today here on. He left no meat on that bone. (laughs) None. There's no meat on that. So, (laughs) kind of going along with what you said, though, again, in in going back to the Week 14 matchup, they found a rhythm offensively late in that game, and Kyle Allen was the one that brought them that that rhythm and that momentum. Do they go back to that 
now that Garrett Gilbert started last night, both of those guys, Heineke and Allen, were unavailable against the Eagles. Do they go back to Kyle Allen, and then maybe he's the one that leads the charge against Dallas this week? Mm, I think they go to Heineke if he's yeah. healthy. He, he got him a four-game win streak, got him back to 500. He's mm-hmm. their starter, yep. so I would think they go back to him. And they okay. do have weapons on the outside. I mean, McLaurin, Sims, they can, you know, but, but hey, Diggs did a nice job on McLaurin, yeah. and if you can't run the ball, I mean, the best run they had that I saw in the game last night was a reverse to Carter, so yeah. they, if they can't get anything going up front that's going to be a, it's going to be a long day for them yep. no I, and i believe they go back to heineke uh at least i hope they do um but I, I think you know for for heineke he's you know we had him seeing ghosts and he didn't know what to do but i still res- respect uh terry mclaurin we've seen what he can do um and just trayvon diggs did, did such a wonderful job against him and not only him just following all of the number one receivers we talk about his interceptions but just his ability to shut guys down and limit their catches he did it versus Terry mcclure obviously he gave up the touchdown uh two weeks ago um, but at the same time i think for the washington football team is going to be there they're going to try and rely on their running game uh that's that's what gets everything to tick yep. uh for them and when you see last night when that running game fails them pretty much everything else fails them and just going back to what going with what you said, Isaiah. I think the turnaround is going to be too quick for them, and they're a team that's looking for the ground. You know, they're looking for somewhere to lay down. They're going in the wrong direction. They recognize that they don't have the dogs even to compete. Um, and you saw it last night. Yeah, yeah, allowed zero receptions and three targets. Trayvon Diggs did against McLaurin in Week 14, and then last week he actually turned around and did, had a better week <laughs> against New York Giants. I mean, they didn't really throw the ball around a lot either, but they allowed a 27 passer rating whenever he was targeted last week as well. So a couple back-to-back games where he's been exceptionally strong. And this defense is scorching hot right now. I mean, with the turnover differential, everything that they're doing right now, you can rely on them. It's like we, we talked about earlier in the week, man. Who are you more excited to see? <laughs> is it the offense or the defense? And right now you feel like every time these guys get on the field, you go, you're watching something special happen. We, we are watching something special. That's the thing is every single time, and you wrote a, a column on it, right, the three and out? Yeah. And you talked about 31 reasons why you're watching something special. And it's a great article, by the way. Go read it on DallasCowboys.com. You're welcome. But that's the thing is every time that defense takes the field, you're going to see something exciting. Even if it's a drive and it it doesn't work out in a turnover, takeaway, whatever, or punt, you still feel like something's going to happen. How many takeaways do you guys project this week? Three. Uh, Two. Two. Yeah, I'm going to go with two. I mean, four, a that's been back. a lot. It's been a lot. But, yeah, <laughs> if we do one. four again, I'm just, you know, hey, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to go right back to it. Yeah. I told you guys from the beginning, <laughs> they were going to have four again. But are you that guy that believes, I mean, I know you're offensive-minded, mm-hmm. so if we need anything offensive-minded, mm-hmm. we're going to come to that side of the mm-hmm. table. But do you believe defenses win championships? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, okay. the way that this defense is playing, they will put this organization in a, in a position to win championships mm. if they continue playing at this level, especially against Washington this coming week. They're, Dan Quinn will not allow them to have a running game. I think Dan Quinn is competitive enough to say, to heck with this. How dare the Giants come in here thinking they're going to run the ball against us? We're going to sure this up right right now. Um, and then they're gonna, Washington's going to be in a position where they have to draw back and throw the ball. Defensive line is going to add pressure. Heineke, I don't care who's that quarterback, they're going to be tossing it up like Tupac, and it's going to be intercepted. 
Josh. Hello. Can we can we go back to to what you said at the start of that about where this defense can take you? Because I just want to end on that. Yeah, they would put them in a position to win a championship. Say it louder, please. They Thank would you. put them in a position to win a championship. You didn't say it louder. You said it faster. They will put them in a position to win a championship. That's what I like to hear. All right, that does it for us here on Talking Cowboys. <laughs> here on a wonderful Wednesday, yeah. we'll see you tomorrow. We are giving our game pickums. We're previewing the Cowboys offense versus that Washington defense. But for Chris Beam, Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips, Heckma Harrison, I'm Kyle Yeomans. We'll see you tomorrow on Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!